Lisa Kay, connecting the community on Talk of the Town. It is time for another Talk of the Town. Lisa Kay in the studio. Thank you so much for hanging out with me on a Friday the 13th. Holy cow, this is uh, exciting. We're not going to talk about anything creepy, I promise. But we have the YMCA Brother-Sister Mentoring Program in studio with me today for Talk of the Town. Tom and Allison back once again. It's been about, I don't know, has it been a year since I've seen you? I think it's been about yeah. a year. Have yeah. you been well? Yes, busy. Everything's going yeah. well? Yeah. yeah. Busy, yep. Happy New Year. Families are good. Happy New Year to you. Yeah. Well, good. I'm glad to see everybody's uh, plugging along. And I was excited for you to come in to talk a little bit more about the Brother-Sister Mentoring Program. I did notice that it's actual uh, national mentoring month right so that's gonna yep. be up january every january is is mentoring month or national mentoring month it is and it's it's a great time for us to to recognize folks that are a part of our program on the mentoring side of it um so many of these uh, people in the community approximately 175 uh combined total in our programs 175 that's a lot of people mm-hmm. um about 95 or so in the mentoring program, one-on-one community-based, uh, another 45 or so school-based, and another 35-ish or something of that sort in our pen pal uh, program as well. So a lot of people in the community are stepping up to that, and we're so pleased and, and happy that that can happen. Tom, are those just the numbers for current, uh, current-ish uh, mem- mentors that you have, or are those the numbers for people that are also like waiting? Is, is everybody matched up with somebody? Um, unfortunately, not everyone's matched. Um, a good question. Uh, those numbers I just shared are current matches, but we have another approximately 44 boys that are on the waiting list, on a long-term waiting list, some waiting upwards of um, two and a half to three years. Um, and it, it gets to be kind of a long time for those those little guys. Um, and then there are uh, a short-term, there's a short-term waiting list also, and they're about seven boys on that and about equal number of girls on that um, short-term waiting list. So there's about, you know, upwards of between 50 and 60 kids who are still waiting for a mentor. And can you tell me what the difference is between the short-term list and the long-term list? Sure. You know, I'm going to pitch that over to Allison. Okay. She sometimes can, she can share a little bit about that. Yeah. You know, our, our kids and our matches are kind of ebbing and flowing all the time. The commitment, um, for, for community-based, for instance, and that's the list that Tom's talking about, um, is uh, nine months, so a nine-month minimum commitment. Okay. And then it can certainly go longer than the nine months, but typically, you know, nine months is a good chunk of time for a lot of our mentors, especially if they're college students or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, if the mentor needs to move on, the child still wants to have a mentor, and so they'll go back on the waiting list, and that, oh. that'll that be a short-term waiting list. Okay. So there's a lot of kids on there that have been matched, or their matches end, you know, prematurely for whatever reason that is. Um, and so then they get put back on the, the short-term waiting list. And so it's our lists are kind of always evolving, always, you know, getting longer, shorter, kind of depending on the time of year also. Um but, you know, we always have a, um, a pretty long list for, for boys 
um, especially. And that long-term one, you know, when we say long-term, yeah. we're talking about three years. That's a long time to have and, to wait. Yeah, and yeah. a lot of boys will age out of the program before oh, they're even matched. I don't yeah. like to hear that. So yeah. I'm glad that you're in here talking about the uh, the program today. For those that are listening that aren't aware that our Mankato YMCA has this brother-sister mentoring program, uh, which one of you would like to actually kind of give us a, a nutshell view of like what it is? Um, if people well, have not heard of it before. Yeah, if you haven't heard about it, first of all, it's been around for um, about 52 years at the Mankato Family YMCA, so a, a good long time. And um, it is what we what falls under uh, the YMCA's uh, programming social responsibility. So it's really a program that uh, doesn't cost the folks who participate any um, money at all. And... Um, we're excited about um, mentors that come in from the community. Uh, there will be college-aged mentors. There will be mentors from all walks of life, men and women, professionals, uh, anyone who's interested in mentoring as long as we can um, bring you through the process of screening and such. So it's a it's a neat program. There isn't another program just like this in the community. I'm sure there are other uh, programs you know, that focus around um, youth and adults working together, uh, sort of in a, uh, a situation that has them caring and, and, and that sort of thing, but not a mentoring program exactly like mm-hmm. what we have there. Um, so it's, it's something that's special in, in our community and it's made that way because of the support of, um, folks that step up and, and want to be a part of it. So it's it's really neat. Why is it so important to have a mentor? What do you think, based on your experience working in this program, why is it so important that we that uh, we have mentors in our lives? Um, you know, we talk a lot in the program about two lives changed. And we talk about how, um, you know, not only the child, obviously, why mentors want to get involved, they want to make a difference in the life of a child. But it's a relationship between the two, between the mentor and the child. And so you're giving the child experiences that they might not um, otherwise have. I tell my mentors a lot of times, you know, it is more about you just going to the park, you having a conversation with your youth, your youth seeing you go to the store, to the grocery store, Mm -hmm. you having a conversation on the phone with somebody, you paying your bills. I tell my college students a lot, let them see you do your laundry, mm. pay your rent, go to class, all of those things. Because these are life skills that everybody needs to have. And, mm-hmm. and a lot of people take it for granted that, you know, everybody kind of knows how to do it. Even my own kids could oh, use a absolutely. class in life skills. A laundry mentor <laughs> in my house somewhere. Right. <laughs> so that's what the most important part of is it. It's just living life and showing them, you know, how how you do things every day, how you go about doing things. And it's really about experiencing other people's lives. Same for the mentors, you know, to see how other other families live, how other groups of people live. Um, it's really an eye-opening experience on both ends. And so when somebody decides that they need a mentor, or maybe is it a parent or a guardian that decides that this child would benefit from somebody in their lives? Uh, as a mentor, how do well, they, how do the kids come to the program? A great question. Uh, a lot of, quite often, and most of the time, it is a a parent who sees that their child could benefit from that, and they um, reach out to our program and we share what it's about, and then they 
will choose to um, enroll their child and, and get started with that process. Um, it can be someone from a school. Uh, it could be a teacher that sees that the student in their class could benefit from another caring adult. It could be um, a situation where there's a social worker in the community that is um, understanding the challenges of a, of a youth and that they could benefit from a, another um, adult in their life. Um, it's places and, and spaces like that that, that bring them um, toward our program. Allison, I know as a mother yourself, mm-hmm. you um, you know we watch our kids. Uh, do you deal with other parents who are maybe interested in the program? But m- I can only imagine there might be a little bit of um, hesitancy to concede to the program because we're supposed to do all that at home. Maybe I'm supposed to, as a mom, you feel like you're supposed right. to give your kids all of that at right. home. And sometimes it's just not possible. Right. And also, you know, it's super important for them to, for your child to have other people outside of their family unit that are an influence, a positive influence in their life. And as a mom, I know that, you know, we've had a lot of people in our child's lives, you know, and through various things, organically mentors. But what a lot of people don't realize is that there are a lot of families that don't have those organic mentors mm-hmm. for their child. Um, they're not exposed to, you know, sports or, you know, other avenues where they may be getting in that getting that and so these families are the ones that really kind of need this um formal setting of a mentor to come in and and really you know we have the best mentors i say that all Mm -hmm. the time because they are they are amazing in that they want to give back that they're they're model citizens they're really good people and um they really want to invest in in kids and and helping them be the best they can be. So if you have these kids that are in the program and waiting for mentors and you're I can only imagine now that National Mentoring Month is here we're looking for more mentors. So as we start talking to the community um about their their desire to maybe mentor or questions that they might even have, maybe you're not ready but you have some questions about that. Who's a mentor? Who is who is a mentor? Well, here's, here's a question to ask yourself, um, and that question is, who believed in you? Mm-hmm. And you sit and kind of maybe reflect on that and ponder a moment or two, and you think back to a time in your life. It could be when you were quite young. It could be when you were um, maybe in middle school, high school. Um, who was that person? Was it a, maybe an aunt, a neighbor, a coach, a teacher? somebody in a youth group somewhere, someone like that. And then thinking further, um, what impact did that relationship have on you? So when you think about that from um, Allison's point organically, um, most folks have had some experience where someone has been in their life like that. Mm -hmm. And then the next step for you, if you're contemplating this, is to kind of go through in your mind are you willing to do this for someone else, that kind of thing that was done for you? Mm. And then taking it a step further, do you see yourself doing this for someone else? Could you, could you do it? And um, most often, you probably are actually doing it um, and you don't even know you're doing it. Uh, maybe you're stepping up and, and having conversations with um, someone who's... Um, 
you know, in your community, in your church. Maybe there's somebody where you help out um, doing some other things, um, maybe in your own child's um, school and classroom and that kind of thing. So um, maybe you're a university student and you are helping um, uh, tutor or something in a subject area that that um, you are accomplished at with your uh, with your fellow um, college classmates and such. So you're kind of doing these things already. Well, um, reach out to us and we can connect you with um, with a youth in the community who can use your um, skill sets and your wisdom and and show that you can care for for another person and. Uh, the way that someone has done that for you. So it sounds like the age range of a mentor is pretty open anywhere from, I, I'm assuming you have to be 18 to 18, be a mentor, yep. but all the way through retired Retire, folks. Yep, we have retired mentors too, and they are kind of like a grandparent right. um, to their youth. And so we have, you know, all different ranges of ages. So we're talking today with Tom and Allison from the YMCA Brother-Sister Mentoring Program. It's National Mentoring Month, uh, and we talk about who is a mentor and who needs a mentor. Um, and I know that you've probably seen some of these uh, beautiful relationship stories come out of this, which I want to talk about in a little bit. But when somebody's listening to us and thinking, you know what, I have some time, or I do remember uh, so-and-so that was a mentor to me and what that did for me, and I'm ready to give back. Um, and just starting to have those questions, what does that look like? Because I'm certain that you can't pair somebody up with uh, somebody else's child without a background check right. and all of that kind of stuff. What what kind of safety things do you go through? Right. So there is a process um, in becoming a mentor. And so we have school-based mentoring and community-based mentoring. So school-based is exactly what it sounds like. It's going to the school and, and mentoring a youth. And that's a one-hour, once-a-week time commitment um, you go and spend an hour, typically during the youth lunch hour. Okay. Um, and you just you can play games. We have you know games and craft stuff at those schools for for you to use, and you're just building a relationship with the youth there. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a little less of a time commitment. So a lot of times we'll have school based mentors move into the community based um, program after they've made a connection with the youth there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the community based program is two to three hours once a week. And that's where the mentor goes to the youth home, picks them up, and then you do you know fun activities of your choice and the youth's choice um, out in the community. Um, the back the the um, application process can get kind of lengthy. I mean, it's about a four to six week um, time period sure. that that it takes. Um, so we kind of we give you as much information as we possibly can. Obviously, you know, once you're matched, that's when the rubber hits the road. Right. You, you right. know, you're really going to know what it's like. Um, but we um, you do have a background check. We do, you know, various screening um, uh, tests kind of things. Um, we do a series of interviews um, and that sort of stuff to, to kind of be asking you questions and all those sorts of things. So everybody's kind of on the same page and and all of that. So um, it's really too for you as a mentor to just kind of be honest with yourself and, and look at that time commitment um, because, you know, this is a relationship. Mm-hmm. And so we don't want, you know, to, to match um, uh, a mentor with a youth that, you know, after a week, they decide uh, this I don't isn't going to work. For this, right. These kids can't. This isn't what that right. what we are about. Um, so we need to be sure all the way around. You know, for everybody. And with that being said, we as a program 
are really here to support you, um, especially after you're matched. We don't just, you know, leave you to fend for yourself. We wrap our arms around you. We have, you know, program advocates to to make continually contact with you every month. Um, we have program or um, events twice a month at least okay. in our program so just if you're for matches. So you're something to do, hey, we're having a, right. a social event yep. here. And we have ideas. We give you ideas. Um, we're always there to help support you, even if there's issues, communication issues, whatnot. We are always there to support you through the beginning to the end of it all. And I talk to ma- mentors, too, about this, um, You know, especially younger mentors. Um, it's We really help to develop you, you know, and help you kind of see, you know, places where um, you're developing skills, developing, you know, lots of character, um, integrity, those kinds of things, too, and and just really kind of building you up as a mentor as well. And you said two lives changed. You changed the mentor and the mentee. Right. And and you've seen some firsthand beautiful relationships develop out of that. We have about four minutes left. Can you give me a, a couple of snippets of some things that, uh, that you've heard? I know th- it's there gonna- just there are so many. And, you know, what the the most awesome part is, is really to see those mentors being changed through all of this, because, mm-hmm. you know, the kids are just they love, you know, doing lots of different activities and whatnot. We had one match where. Um, the mentor was just, you know, asking some open-ended questions of the youth, and he asked him, you know, um, if you had a million dollars, how would you spend it? And and the youth said, I'd give it all away because I have a mentor now, and I don't need anything <gasps> oh, else. And that just gave me goosebumps. Yes. Yeah. Um, we also have mentors that um, there were some kids in the program that had to move to foster care. Okay. And um, we got a call at the Y and that just asking, um, we only know the first name of this person, but the little boy says he has a mentor. He's asking and he, for he's him. Asked, yeah. The first thing oh. he asked for when he got to the foster home was his mentor. Wow. And, um, you know, come to find out, you know, his whole, all of his siblings had mentors and they mm. all are are with them, but those mentors have been the only constant in their life for the past five, six years. That's important. Wow. Wow. Uh, Definitely two lives changed. If we have touched anybody today and they are looking to uh, look into the program to maybe sign up, thinking maybe they can uh, become a mentor, what's the best place to go? Where do we go next for more information? A couple of things um, that they can do. Uh, you can go to the Mankato Family YMCA website, and when you see a, a menu option, you can click there and slide down to mentoring. And once you get into that um, that link, you can read more about what we're talking about today. And there are um, other places on that in that space that you can click to um, to uh, make an application. And or you can um, inquire more and we can call you and have a conversation so that you're assured that um, what it is you're um, learning about is is a good fit for yourself. So that's the best place to do that. Um, Allison is excellent at that. She leads our recruiting and retention of of um, folks interested in mentoring. So she's an excellent um, source and we're happy to take any um, questions or um, inquiries about anything about the program. I'll put the link underneath this interview in the show notes. I did notice that um, you're very good at keeping up on the social media page. Yeah, we're on too. Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. Okay. Yep. 
So, so and we keep up with stories on there yeah. too. So that kind of, you know, it just gives you a, you know, warm feeling for the day if you want to just check it out and hear about, you know, good things going on in the program. Sounds like there's a lot of good things going on. A National Mentoring Month, our YMCA Brother Sister Mentoring Program, looking for mentors. If you're interested in that, check this out, uh, ktoe.com. You'll see that on the blogs and on the podcast page. Tom and Allison, always good to have you in. Thank you so much for Thank all the you work you so do. Much. You Thank you. certainly appreciate it. We'll see you next time. All right. Very good. Thank you.